Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Weekly Daily Podcast. My name is Chris, a.k.a. Necro Naminoms. Joining us, as always, is our co-host, Beck. Hello, how you doing? I am doing all right. How are you? Pretty good. You're so, you're so robotic. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm running out of ways to introduce us, and so I'm just I'm trying new things. The new thing should be trying to do it fast because it's speed running season. Right. Yeah. I should have thought you should have told me to do that before we started. No, I like to bring like put things right on the spot. Yeah, well, we can't go back now. So what did we lose? Like 10 seconds? <laughs> you know what? Yeah. Ouch. Anywho. Um, yeah, we are uh, in the midst of AGDQ in full swing. Uh, we'll be talking about that soon. Uh, before that, have you played any games or done anything interesting with your life? Anything interesting? I got to hang out and play with play board games. And that was that was great. That was fun. Got to show people all the weird board games I own. Um, got to drink some drink some fun craft beers. That's uh, as far as yeah. That's an accomplishment. The board game thing because. I, you know, I, I mean, I've told you about like going to Gen Con and stuff. We have so many board games and we have maybe played like a quarter to maybe a half of them. There's so many that we just haven't actually played outside of maybe a demo that are just sitting on our shelf because we don't have friends to, <laughs> to play board games with. Well, I'll have to come up to Chicago and visit so we can play board games again. Uh, yeah, you'll have to do that. I literally had to plan the the day to hang out with people like a month ahead of time um, because it was I was hanging out with people I normally play Yu-Gi-Oh with, and I literally told them like like okay we're gonna hang out this Saturday, we're not playing Yu-Gi-Oh. I don't want to talk about Yu-Gi-Oh. We are playing board games and drinking craft beers. That is what we're doing and watching anime. That's what we did. <laughs> you had to really hardcore plan out that I adult did. night. <laughs> they bros brought their damn Yu-Gi-Oh decks. <laughs> <laughs> But are you sure you don't want to know? No, they, they didn't bring them Drink in the house. Drink this crap beer. <laughs> they didn't bring them in the house, but they said, we have them. Like, well, we're not playing. So he played a bunch of games. Like, I introduced them to a lot of stuff. And the idea was to introduce them to, like, new animes they haven't seen, too. So, like, showed them, like, um, Spy Family. And, uh, not Chainsaw Man, though. They were, they were already been queued up on that. But, like, so, some, one of them didn't see, like, One Punch Man or Space Dandy. Uh, I showed them ghost stories. Oh no! Is, it's it's really slow at the start, so you don't really get any of the terribly awful stuff right off the bat. I just um, I just skip the the show and just watch the like the yeah. compilations. Just that's I, so much. That's a much better show right there. It's just YouTube. Yeah, but I wanted there to be some context to like this is a real dubbing of an anime. Because <laughs> like if you just show the combinations, you're like, oh, is this a bridge? <laughs> yeah. Um, that was the first slow. before it was cool. Yeah. Um, my one friend drank like a really expensive crap. Not really super expensive. It was like um, fourteen dollars for like one bottle, and it was called like Dragon's Milk. Mm, I love that. Uh, have you tried that? Yes. Uh, it's a, like because I I really love stout. That's one of my yeah. more favored types of beer. Uh, Dragon's Milk is really good. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little too expensive for my blood. Yeah, I, that's why I don't buy that stuff regularly. But um, when I get a chance to have it, like if I'm at a bar where they have it on draft, I'll usually try to get that if I can. Definitely. That was one of the ones like I like held it in my mouth to taste. It. I was just yeah. like, this, this is actually pretty good. You have to savor it. 
Yeah, there was a few other beers that I tried that I was like, yeah, this is actually like generally good. He, uh, other friend got like a peanut butter jelly one, and it surprisingly good. That doesn't surprise me at all. Honestly, well, sometimes like some craft beers I'll try. I'm like, this sounds delicious. I'll try it and I'll be like, this is the worst thing I ever drank ever. Yeah, um, that happens a lot with stouts for me, strangely enough. Uh, and it's sours. Yeah, uh, <laughs> too sour. Yeah. Uh, as far as video games goes, I played a decent amount of Tarkov, but only like a couple hours this week. Um, mostly because I, I really only play it at night, and I only get to play it with other people when it's like really late at night. Because I don't want, we, 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 I don't want to like drag other people down with like, oh, I'm playing Tarkov, and people don't really want to play that game because it's a little too serious, and like I, I can't listen to anything while I play because you gotta be listening, <laughs> that yeah. type of thing. Um, and I played a lot of Hades. Yeah, I also played a lot of Hades. Uh, the majority of my playing was just trying to finish out the what's the extra the actual ending called? Uh, the, it was like the epilogue. I think they called yeah. it. Uh, yeah, I, I, I never got that, and I was just like, oh, I should go do that. And then like none, nothing would trigger, and it annoyed the hell out of me. Even though I had everything done, and it was just it just wasn't triggering still never did trigger so but i got it so it's got the true ending of a game i beat two years ago or three years ago by now but whatever yeah that's um i didn't honestly didn't know that epilogue was there until i noticed it in the achievements the achievements said that i'm like but i finished the game so what am i missing here uh and then i went through like the prophecies and that they have there and i'm like oh okay so this is what i have to do um yeah i Oh, yeah, funnily, funnily enough, looking at it in the achievements, only 8% of players have it. <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of people probably do what I did. And when they hit the credits, they're like, oh, the game's done. Game. Um, you'd be forgiven for doing that because the credits usually come at the end of the game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But there's that's what surprised me about this game is uh, just playing it how we have, uh, even with a separate goal in mind, there's still like so much story stuff that you're getting from it. Uh, and it's there's just a lot more to offer after those credits hit. Uh, yeah, so much. I, I finally did get a lot of repeating dialogue after trying to finish those out. Like at least with like just normally picking up like a god's boon, and then they'll just say something, and I'm like, okay, I've heard this a few times now, but that's fine. Yeah, if nothing For else, dialogue. I'm happy to have gotten finally. Here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but it, it took a million lines of dialogue for like something to repeat. Yeah. Um, yeah, Hades is all I've been doing. That's probably all I'm going to do until next week. Um, after next week's podcast, I'll probably be switching. I did buy uh, Kingdom Hearts on the uh, last sale on Epic Games so that I can actually just like play it on my computer so I don't have any excuses. Uh, so I'll probably be just like going through all of that when I can. Um, so that sh- I should be starting that next week, but for now, I think it's pretty much just like while I'm watching ADGQ, if there's not a run that I'm particularly interested in, I'll just have it on the side while I, uh, try our best at, um, speed running Hades, see how fast I can get before it's done. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess, um, do you have anything to talk about with like speed running? We can just segue into that with, uh that how it's going for you how you're feeling about it <laughs> my buttons are breaking i can tell <laughs> you that <laughs> like i i use an xbox controller for a computer i guess it's just a 360 controller technically now that i look at them but i've 
my, my I have like Franken controllers at this point. I've combined multiple controllers and multiple parts. I've gotten pretty good at taking them apart. And like my, I, my, my most recent one that's lasted me like two years, this this Frankenstein, it's finally A button, which is the dash in Hades, is like just going and it broke like mid speed run. And it was that it was at that point I was like, I don't know how much I care about speed running this anymore because I um, didn't don't really like the the uh, keyboard and mouse controls that much. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I had a button break on me, but it wasn't an important button and it was because I dropped the controller. So a little unrelated. Um, have you been, uh, happy with your time so far? I think I'm satisfied enough with it, I guess. It's not like, uh, I don't know what you're at, but it's not like under 10 minutes or anything crazy. Yeah, no, the last, uh, cause, uh, we, we send each other just kind of what we get when we get faster, uh, so far. So the last thing I sent you was as fast as I got. And that was the, um, 13 minutes, 32.95 seconds. So, uh, 13, 32, 95. Yeah. Okay. What is yeah. your, I also know something your finished screen looks way different than mine. Is that the finished screen you get after you get the outro thingy, the epilogue? Uh, it's probably has something to do with, uh, just the, uh, cosmetics you get whenever you go to the, uh, contractor. One of the things you can buy is, uh, new, uh, borders for everything. Oh, okay. I was like, oh, maybe this is what you get for finish, like finishing that thingy. And I was like, that's cool looking. <laughs> yeah. Cause even if you look back at our messages, uh, one of the first ones I sent you wasn't the same. Uh, it's different. So that's definitely what it was. Cause at one point I just like bought that. So I was like, what, what's this going to do? And that was what it did. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I am pretty happy with that speed, uh, so far. And, uh, like I said before, it is nice to just see that constantly going down and having a little bit of competition with you is helping, I think, cause that speed even was, uh, as you pointed out, only six seconds faster than you. Uh, then the last one you sent me and you did the same thing to me uh, a few days ago as well. Uh, or maybe it was like last week at this point, but you, you did the same thing to me where I had hit it one and you went like nine seconds faster than me, I think. Yeah, I think originally, yeah, I was like six seconds faster than yours. And then I was like a minute faster or something. Yeah, you brought long. it down even further. I'm like, OK, I have to catch up now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah did i send you my other time that i got uh i don't know let me see no i didn't i am under 13 minutes okay so you're faster than me now <laughs> yeah i didn't realize i didn't even send it okay so now i have a goal I didn't even realize, like, I, to some extent, it was just, like, I just knew certain aspects of things that I was, like, oh, yeah, I took a Daedalus Hammer when I could have took a, whatchamacallit, a thing that damages you and, yeah, chaos or whatever. Yeah, so this is 1251.57. Yeah, I didn't send you that one, right? No, you hadn't sent me that one yet. So that yeah. is, between the two of us, that is the fastest time so far. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, I, I don't know if I'm going to be able to get faster than that, but like, I think even in that one, I did, the, I keep doing the same thing where it's like, 
I can take the chaos pole thingies like and probably shave off a whole room. Um like I don't know if you could notice in that one. I never even got a call. Yeah. It's it's partially about luck. You could also try like upping the heat too. Um there's no more heat I can really add really? to like make it faster. You have a force overtime? Yep. All the way up and then yep. EM2? Yep. Oh, and then the other thing I have is tight deadline, but I don't know if that actually adds anything. Is that the one with the timer? Yeah. I don't, I don't think it does anything. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it, I, that's also my thing is I just keep going because oh. I'm like, it's probably going to be a little bit of a luck thing too at that point. Yeah. Because when can you get the luckiest? There is a lot of luck, I notice, but like I don't have the one thing maxed out the final tier of the mirror. It's at three, as you can notice there. Oh, uh, okay. That would help too. It'd give me more rerolls. And then I don't know what's your first one, the one that you said that yeah, you have that has 75% on it. Like the first one's far left one on our thingy. Far left. Oh, that's the um that's the green version of it. Uh what does that one do? I do forget. <laughs> Uh, I just remember looking at it and like looking up videos and be like, okay, this is good. Cause I, I think it's the, uh, counter to, um, like yours is for like backstabs. I think and, so. And so I think mine is for like, I think that might be the high confidence one where if I'm above a certain HP threshold, that was. It, it's either that or it just like does more damage on first hits which is also really useful for clearing out rooms. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, um, that's what yours is. Yours, it's called Shadow Presence and Fiery Presence. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, we got one more week of this. I'm going to be trying my best to... I would like to bring it under 10 minutes. I think that's a little... Um, ambitious but i think the last goal i set for myself i thought was ambitious and then i kind of cleared it so i think starting to get the hang of things is making it a bit better mm -hmm. uh, i guess for me it's like either max out the tree thingy and see if any of the other heats make it faster like the one you said uh i like i even used a different weapon that was with the rail i, I was doing it using the fist before I think the rail is still the fastest. Like speed run period. I unless it's been dethroned, but like one one uh a few of the videos I was looking at uh said it was the fastest. It might have changed this patch or something, or like this most the, the most recent patch. The the fists and the rail are the easiest from what I understand. <laughs> yeah. Which mostly because there's like, there's like positionals and st stuff that's so just like you don't really got to think about it. But like with the rail, I noticed like you got to literally get the correct dataless hammers, and if you don't, like your run's just dead. Uh, the fastest one is the bow right now. Oh, like okay. The top run for unseated. Okay. And then the next one is a different bow. <laughs> so maybe then... I'm just a liar. And then it's a bunch of Beowulf, so shields, and then spear. There's an Achilles in there, another Achilles. There's a Hestia. 
That's good. Okay. So it's not top ten, I guess. Yeah. Because three people hold the exact same record at at eighth place. Okay. <laughs> at five minutes forty five seconds. Like that, that's the thing that bothers me is that like, uh, like what really helped me is he told me to watch some speedrunners and just see what they did, and that's like my first run where I did that. It like really helped me. Like I just did my first run. I just did exactly what the speedrunner did. Like picked the same starting trinket. And generally, like, picked their same dateless hammers and like instantly up to me like five minutes or something, something dumb. Yeah, that then, same thing happened to me. Yeah, it was like my first run, and I like I kept trying to do it over and over, and then I started shaving more and more time off. And then I just tried the rail, and it was my first time trying with the rail and watching a speedrunner. That it took me a few tries, but eventually it got under that time. Yeah. Wow. And I. Man, so many Beowulfs. Like, there's a million Beowulfs on here. I <laughs> that I cannot get it to hit as hard. Like that weapon to hit that hard. I don't get it. Yeah, I didn't feel like figuring it out. I went with the one I went with because I'm like, oh, many shields do big damage. Sure. Like, I understand why the shield isn't considered a little like easier than the gauntlets and or the gun because like you can block any attack. Yeah, the shield like, also kind of gives you a false sense of security. Uh, I've noticed times where I think I'm blocking, but I'm not. It's very directional. You have to be facing them while blocking. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, I cannot tell you how many times, especially on like Hades, for example, I'll be fighting him and think I'm blocking, but I actually was just pointed far enough away from him that like he just clipped me with one of his circle attacks. Okay, so it's it's it is safe, but also I mean you're you're also factoring in like when you say safe, it's like yeah, but there has to be some sort of uh, mixture of safety, but also going fast, and it does it is. is Oh yeah, I'm not talking about speed. I'm just strictly talking like easier. (laughs) Oh yeah, it's just it's just easier to finish runs. I would I would say yeah, like you definitely have to like pay attention, but like it is going to be safer than not having a block. Because, like, what kills me on Hades runs is, like, oh, the spin got me again. Oh, he's just stabbed really quickly for some reason. Uh, yeah. Does the one heat, the, 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 the fast, the 40% one, the, the faster summoning one, does that also make him faster? Um, I don't think the, so. The one that we have on that, like, is speed running, the one that spawns in the enemies faster. I don't think so. It makes so. them all faster, too. Like, it says they're 40% faster. I don't think that works on the bosses, but I could be wrong. Okay. I think for him, like, I actually don't have as much of a problem with him after doing it a few times. Uh, like, he still gets me sometimes. I think the boss that I have the most problem with is Theseus. It's uh, the easiest one for me. <laughs> I don't know. He just, uh, like, unless I have, like, a really hard damaging build where, like, I can just annihilate him, uh, it it's just it's a lot. With... Maybe that's just, like, the shield in general. Like, that's where they have problems. Yeah, it could be. Like... I could just get the perfect dodge on the Hades like spin. I'd feel a lot better, but I just can't. Yeah. It's still stuff to get used to. Um but uh I think we've made some good progress on it. Yeah, I I'm probably done. Like I don't think I care anymore to keep trying to speedrun it. I'll just finish up a few more things. Like I went and got like I tried the Hades on the hardest difficulty, the the fourth tier where he has his special thingy. Yeah, that 
killed me the first time. It, well, it actually didn't kill me. I avoided it completely, but him having three three health bars essentially was what got me. Yeah. <laughs> but he, him summoning Cerberus, I was like, okay, I can get away from this. <laughs> um. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, if you're done, I might do a little more and see if I can at least beat your time, but um, I probably won't go too hard after that. Um, That's your goal. Just beat me. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. We'll see next week uh, after all of AGDQ winds down where we're at. Uh, speaking of AGDQ, we could talk about that for a little bit. Um, we're obviously going to be wrapping it up uh, to next week, but uh, going over what we've seen so far. Uh, let's talk about real quick first. There were two world records that already got broken uh, within yeah. the first couple days. Uh, both of these were actually done during races. Uh, yeah, which, ones. yeah. Um, so the first one was in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Shredder's Revenge. This was in the co-op any percent arcade category. Uh, this is done by Ben Haas 4 and Paul Knives. They finished it in 56, 18.9. Uh, 56 minutes and 18.9 seconds. Yeah, did you watch that one? I watched Why? I, I yeah I watched most of it. Yeah, I saw it's that hard. one whole one live. That game looks super fun. By the way, the, it the, does. That, like, I know it's a new like it was like a new game. Yeah, yeah. it's a newer game. Yeah, I think uh, it just came out last year. But like the the, the speed run was great. Yeah, when I uh, I'm probably gonna say like I watched most of this or I watched part of this a lot. It's because uh, until I get to like a vod or something. If I'm watching it live, I'm usually getting like called away from uh, watching for whatever reason. I just get interrupted. So you, you'll probably be hearing me say that both uh, this week or this week and next week a lot uh, for most of these runs. That's fair. I just don't. I usually like I, I try to watch some VODs, but I get a little bored of the VODs. Like it doesn't seem as impactful if I'm watching a VOD sometimes. Yeah, there's definitely a rush in watching it live, especially with the mixture oh, yes. of like. You know, if something crazy happens during the run and then also you're getting like the surge of um, donations, it's always really hype whenever you're watching people try to meet a certain donation goal. You know, like uh, I still hate the... those incentives. I hate them so much that they ask for too much. Yeah, but, you know, I enjoyed it more whenever they first did them and they just crushed them all. And it was just like, yeah, that felt good. Like, yeah. I felt like I could donate and it mattered. But now it just feels like. If they're twenty thousand, I'm like that's fair, but not, then it's just like ninety thousand just so they can wear an outfit in a game. I'm like oh, I don't care, I just I, don't care. I think I like the incentives um, towards the beginning of the week, uh, mm -hmm. which the reason why is because there is a thing called uh, donor fatigue. This is like an mm -hmm. actual thing, and yeah. it's usually referring to something on a much larger, like longer scale. Like you're talking about years. I believe it applies to these week long marathons like uh, AGDQ where, you know, you've got all like thousands of people watching uh, over the course of a week, just donating. And by the time you get towards the end, you're starting to hit that fatigue where there's people that like I've donated this much already. Even if I really want to see this, I don't have the money or the willpower to donate more. Uh mm -hmm. I, th I think it's a real thing. And that's why, like, to me, I would prefer if the uh, higher incentives were at the beginning and then, like, the lower incentives were later just to try to keep things evened out. Uh, mm -hmm. I understand why they don't do that, uh, especially because you have, like, a lot of the more showstopper type 
incentives towards the end of the week, you know, on the weekend, things are getting real hype. Uh, that's when you do it. I just think that like, because of that donor fatigue, I think that like you, you get a lot of those moments towards the end of the week uh, where you watch these incentives not being met. And it's because of that. Uh, I think where you just like everyone who's donated has done a lot of the donating at the beginning of the uh, marathon. Yeah. And I'm, I'm sure we talked about it last year when we were talking about it, how like sometimes the incentive not get met by like, only a thousand out of like 20,000, like they had 19 and it's just like, well, hopefully that 19 goes towards the next incentive and it doesn't. And it's just like, that is a waste. Like it's, of course it gets donated, but like you were donating for a thing to happen. That always annoyed me. Yeah, that is, that is a little frustrating too. It's just dumb. I don't know. I'd rather have them go back to the old way when it's just like a million small things that like they can achieve and it feels like it's achievable, not ninety thousand dollars or do the save kill the animals thing that'll do it anymore because they don't do that run anymore but anyways uh i love races and there's one more race with the world record yeah so far uh that is uh super mario galaxy 2 uh this was the any percent category this was a race between four people and uh the person who got it uh both won the race and got a world record this was jay with two hours 54 minutes and 53.7 seconds yeah, I reckon if he got the world record, he also won the race. Yeah, I suppose that went without saying. <laughs> like, if he gets the world record and didn't win, I'd be like, huh? It doesn't hurt to also call him a winner, you know? He's a, he's a double winner. <laughs> yeah. Um, he he was actually one who, like, seemed to know that he was on track for the world record. I mean, like, they he was obviously in a call with the um, uh, commentators, so he knew but I think he like already had that idea going into it. I think he knew where he was at and was like, I could do this uh, because of like when he won and like uh, they called it, like he was already like, you could see his face, like how excited oh, he, was he was. So happy. Yeah. Uh, I also so, liked yeah. that run because uh, Spike Vegeta was also doing that one. And he is a streamer. I do follow and I've been following for however long I've been watching GDQ, but like, it's just, good to have him as a commentator because he's always so hype about things and it's very well adjusted to like uh, commentating. Yeah. I also thought it was funny when he was commentating because he was like always, he just kept saying about how he didn't uh, know the run at all, but then he would like talk about like the glitches in detail. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, do yeah. you know what they're doing or do you not know? Like <laughs> he, what, what he means by that, he always says that too. And it's just like, what he means is he doesn't actively like speed run it. Like he speed runs Mario odyssey not galaxy so like i think he i i think i have watched him speed run mario galaxies to be fair so like i just think he's not just like an active runner of it yeah but i'm, I'm, I'm not sure but like yeah i thought that was funny too i'm like well how much do you know <laughs> yeah um, but uh, it was fun that was good yeah it was a good it was a good run um other than that, um, it's been fun so far. There's been the the usual technical difficulties, even more enhanced by the online nature of the runs. Um, yeah. Well, did they say why they're doing online this year? Because like, well, wasn't last year's like in person? So, if I recall correctly, the reason, and I can pull it up too, uh, but we actually talked about this. It was because they had a venue originally in Florida, and Florida is one of the uh you know ground zeros of the um sort of new trans uh, uh hate laws and stuff like that 
And gotcha. Okay, I remember. Putting that in conjunction with how things have been going in America, mm-hmm. uh, they cited safety concerns, and it's kind of hard yeah. not to see. Definitely smart. That. So. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. I totally forgot that. I thought it was because they were just swapping them off potentially, but yeah, I, we did talk about this. Okay. Yeah. So. Uh, that was that was the main reason uh, that I remember was because of that. Um, it's hard not to see that they, you know, saw actual safety concerns. I think some people could say like, oh, they were doing these protests. And it's like, even if they were, I also think that there are legitimate safety concerns. Not given <laughs> how um, uh, prevalent the uh, violence against just like uh, any sort of marginalized <laughs> people is. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It, well, like their original like venue was like where Magfest is, which is in like DC, I believe. Um, so I'm curious if they just go back to there. Yeah, uh, I don't know. We'll see. But um, for now, they are doing it online. Um, are there any runs that you've been excited to see so far? I know we're gonna have more to talk about next week, but just for the couple days actually... we've had so far happy with like the first run which i think you put down as platoon three that was the first run they did and i was glad i actually caught the start of it um it was yeah. fun to watch them just like skip through levels and stuff because like i did beat the story but you didn't right no so and you the had the story... fun of seeing seeing just the story <laughs> that was wild it is weird especially like, the it... ending i had no idea what i was watching <laughs> Yeah, like you—you you didn't know what like Grizz was, I assume. They went to space, and then yep. a little fish evolved thanks to good vibes. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> like yeah. there is there is a section where before before it evolved in your hands while you were standing in space, they were sending up some sort of good energy from from down below, where uh, Shiver and Fry and them did their did the thing that I am forced to watch every time I open up Splatoon because I don't play that often. Uh, and apparently that helped your fish evolve. Yeah, it was like a spirit bomb. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> it doesn't. Uh, I don't know if it makes sense with context, but like, it feels it like it shouldn't. <laughs> I know whenever I, when I beat that game, like a, a week or whatever after it came out. And I was just like, we're in space in the giant, <laughs> My, my giant salmon friend pet is fighting the giant bear thing. Giant fuzzy purple bear. It's 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 crazy. Oh my god. Uh, yeah. Some other runs like, I put. Oh yeah. Go the speed ahead. run is fine though. Just as a speed run, the speed run was just fun. But oh, yeah. the story in general is wacky. Yeah, absolutely. That was one the main reason, honestly. Like the run was good, but I'm just like this story is just all Does kinds that make of you insanity. Wanna, like, story but like are you just satisfied like you're not gonna play it i'm fine not playing honestly (laughs) that was a lot to take in just watching it i don't know if i can i would i would play it if i was like playing next to like my wife just to show because i did that with um katamari damasi i didn't finish katamari damasi but part of the reason i even booted up in the first place was just to show her what i already knew yeah just how dumb the dialogue is yeah um yeah yeah uh other runs uh i've been keeping track of a few of them uh i do have to watch some vods i have to go back because i missed some of them but um pokemon mystery dungeon uh explorers of sky that's a lot i'll have to catch yeah 
I enjoyed watching it. This was uh, like a challenge run. Uh, they had like a modded version of it uh, where they played through, I think, 10 dungeons and it was like randomized. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's pretty fun uh, to watch and to see because I don't get to see. Uh, it's always Pokemon. fairly randomized in its nature. Mystery dungeon games. Yeah. Um, the Pokemon uh, games you usually see. I mean, they they have done Mystery Dungeon before, I think. Uh, but like it's usually just the mainline Pokemon games. So yeah. getting to see Mystery Dungeon is always a treat because I don't I've never actually played those games. So, yeah, getting to you know see something I haven't seen before is uh, more interesting to me. And of course, like that game was like heavy RNG focused, obviously with the randomizer. Uh, so it is very entertaining gets, getting to see the highs and lows of uh, RNG. I already have to deal with that with Hades and good. <laughs> Stupid sacks. Um, yeah, so another one uh, to take note of was obviously the Portal 2 run. This was the incentive uh, run. Uh, yeah, the bonus game. What, what, what was special about it? Because I remember them talking about it and meeting the incentive and stuff. This was the airship run. Uh, the airship about? done run is done without portals. The airship run involves an airship. Uh, and by airship, ha- have you played Half-Life? Uh, yeah. Like uh, in Half-Life 2, there's the uh, the the boats. Yeah. The, like like airboat, the, 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 the water. Yeah. yeah. Those are the airships. Uh, you can apparently spawn them in. Uh, because Portal is part of the Source Engine, that is just something that is in there, is the airships. Uh, so they did Portal 2, they ran it without portals by just spawning in airships. Uh, and so he would just, like, use as, like, a, I think he macroed a console command to just spawn in airships to get him wherever he needed to go, which means, like, uh, there was one moment early on where he needed to go up, and the way that he did that was just spawning a massive amount of airships under him to push him up. Okay, I don't know how I feel about that. It was pure chaos. Like, I, I don't feel about how I feel about just, like, spawning in an object. Like, it doesn't seem like it's a glitch or anything. It just seems like... it's. It was meant to be just kind of silly. Um, it oh, was... It, yeah. I think that was the vibe, was that... Because it is... It doesn't... It's not a glitch, obviously, when you're just spawning something in. But at the same time, it's not something that is necessarily optimal. Uh, If you watched it, you might understand because it's like even so, for example, I told you like to go up, he had to just spawn stuff under him. That wasn't a precise thing. Uh, It wasn't like he had it to where uh, perfect precision. He could just spawn this here. He would just spawn like 20 airships under him. And they would push him wherever he went. So he had to reload constantly until it worked. Uh, and it was that kind of thing where it's just a lot of it was just chaos where like you didn't know what was going to happen necessarily. Okay. Yeah. I, I normally don't watch um, Portal runs anyway. It's like I've beaten Portal 1, played Portal 2. I just don't yeah. really care for the game. Yeah. Uh, it was It was definitely not meant to be like, oh, this is extremely skillful uh praise this person for their skill so much as just like a very silly fun romp through portal 2 using console commands essentially so hmm. it, it was i think it was worth it overall it was it was a very fun silly thing it was fine okay 
Um, yeah. Uh, there's more to watch. Like, uh, I definitely want to go back and forward also because there's stuff tomorrow. Uh, the Castlevania is one that I was interested in because, um, uh, is there more tomorrow? No, there's not. I, I think that we passed most of the Castlevanias. Um, uh, I, I caught... I'll go ahead. Yeah. I, I liked the Castlevanias. They played my favorite Castlevania, which is Aria of Sorrow. I, that was the one I was going to bring up. Uh, that one triggered like a, like a core memory for me because, uh, that's like one of the only Castlevanias I played with any length was that one because I had it on a emulator growing up. Oh, it was so. for Game Boy. I had it for Game Boy myself. And um it's my favorite one. It's for the favorite character Soma. I actually beat it a few times. Like I got to the point where I tried to beat it fast even like, like before I knew what speedrunning well speedrunning probably wasn't quite a noted thing at that point. But like yeah that's that's my favorite Castlevania. Yeah. I remember uh, like playing it because like I didn't know much about it, but I think I was just kind of like browsing for games and I saw that one. I'm like, that sounds like a cool name, like Aria of Sorrow. Like the word yeah. Aria is cool. Uh, that's a cool word. And I was like, I'm going to I'm going to try that one. And then I just played it a lot because it was one of the only games I had uh, on emulator at the time. Yeah, I, I like the level up system in it. That was kind of what was unique for that one. I, well, that wasn't unique. The previous one. Um, Cynthia Knight, I believe, was the one that came up with the leveling system with Alucard and stuff. But like that one was like the next one to do it. It's just like I loved it. Yeah. Yeah, I think um that's all we got for now. Uh I think we're gonna do a more detailed wrap up of everything. Oh yeah, go ahead. Uh I liked the Yakuza Kimawari one or Kimawami. Uh it was just cool to watch. I haven't played that one. I played Yakuza Zero, but I liked that run. It's fun to watch because those games are wacky. He pretty much one shot everything. Yeah, uh, it was they, fun. It was just the, yeah. the grabs. Uh, yeah, it was a different person this time because normally they, they've had the same guy come back and do a few of them. But it, they had a different person run it and it was still pretty fun. Yeah. Run it. it was a game. Uh, there was Astral Chain I watched earlier today. Uh, I never played that game, but it's a platinum game. So it's like the Bayonetta style combat and okay. stuff. Um, I was going to play it, but like, I was only going to play it if a friend lent, lent it to me because it being like a Nintendo game means it's probably still full priced, uh, even though yeah. it's years old at this point. Um, so I haven't played it, but I, I want to, even after watching it, I'm like, I don't even know what the story was, but I think the game got a bad rep for being a game about police officers. Oh, so, uh, yeah. yeah. The, the whole chain system is a unique thing where you, you're leashed to like a monster and like you kind of wrap the chain around things as you're using the monster. Mon the monster is kind of like a stand, like a JoJo stand almost. Um, oh, yeah. Police officers. Yeah. Because, <laughs> because of another game that I don't know if you were going to bring up. The no. uh, Fashion Police. Oh, yeah, yeah. That game. <laughs> Those are not real police officers, I don't think. <laughs> what a run, right? That run is amazing. Recommend it to anybody. That game just came out in August this uh, in 2022. Uh, that, that, that was great. The runner was amazing. He there there was voguing and he was very entertaining. Things. Yeah, mm -hmm. <laughs> it was it was very enjoyable. Even the just um a, uh interview beforehand was entertaining. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah, I put a picture in our Discord of the 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 hair being like pushed up, and they were combing it, and like that's super relatable to me because I have long hair, and I'm like, yeah, I have very long 
big <laughs> hair. <laughs> yeah, I also have long hair. Uh, like, yeah, I get it. Uh, yeah, I, I got that 100%. It was great. Because, <laughs> like, normally a lot of the, like, interviews are kind of cringy or they like the, per- the runner doesn't know what they're going to say. But, like, that was, like, obviously pre-planned and ready to go. <laughs> Yeah, there was some semblance of, at the very least, they talked about having fans available to brush their hair in. Yeah, obviously they were like, yes, we're both going to do this. We're both going to have combs to be yeah. goofy. Very smart. Um, but yeah, that run was just really good. It made me want to buy the game, is what yeah. it did. And that, that's the best thing about a speed run, is whenever you see the game, you never heard of it. And it's just like, I want to play this game. Uh, the game is kind of like it plays like a like doom would play like the original doom like first person shooter style there's even a level that make it's kind of like in the same vein as the original doom um it's great yeah the we've been calling them uh boomer shooters is what uh the gaming community has dubbed them okay well, that's good because uh, one of the other games i was going to talk about uh Caltic is a boomer shooter yeah because uh, it's it's very much in like the more retro style even where it's but it's um about cults and stuff. But what really stood out about that run is I actually did know about that game. I think I potentially own it even is that the speedrunner was um, different. Yeah. <laughs> per se. Uh, they, they were a VTuber style like model and everything, but like th- there was a few of those already, but what was unique about it is that the model was so like genius. The, the model was like of a girl holding like a dog. And when the, the runner talked, the dog would talk and whenever he had like facial emotions, the girl would have facial emotions. And it was just like, whoever made this model is amazing. It's like nothing to do with the speed run. The speed run was great, but like just the whole thing, I was just like, whoever made that model is a genius. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. You mentioned that and I had to like be reminded of it because I did catch like enough of it to see that. I just like completely forgot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, that, I think that's all I had for okay. that now. There's there's gonna be plenty more to talk about next week. Uh so we can go ahead and move on uh to something I'm very excited about. Upcoming games. Hey, games are releasing again. <laughs> Finally. Yay. Uh let's uh go over a couple here. Uh first one I put down here was Gatewalkers. Uh this is coming out January twelfth. Uh, most of the reason I put this here was because I was like, someone has told me about this before. I don't yeah. know who, I think we determined it was probably one of our friends, yes. but, um, when I looked into it, um, I instantly recognized it. Uh, this is, uh, it kind of reminded me of tribes of Midgard and gameplay a little bit. Uh, it's an yeah. isometric ARPG. It has co-op. And then it has a lot of the survival elements. So it has uh, crafting in it. It has uh, like water intake and extreme weather conditions and stuff like that. You can get too hot or too cold uh, while you're also facing enemies. You're just trying to kind of explore and survive. Um, that was most of it. Like, honestly, like I said, most of the reason I put it here is because I'm like, this seems familiar and I need someone to tell me why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like whenever you showed it to me, I'm like, I don't think I suggested this game, but it definitely looks like tribes of Midgar. Yeah. Very similar vein. Uh, I think tribes of Midgard even had, um, like an ad going on in, uh, GDQ this year. Oh, okay. I remember them talking about it while I was watching. So, uh, next game I wanted to put out, uh, this one also just kind of looked interesting. It was a lone run. This is also coming out January 12th. 
Um, it's just like a very visually pretty game. There are lots of like purple and blue, so like purple, light blue, teal ish. So that's that kind of color palette. It's a 2.5D uh, bullet hell roguelike. Uh, it's called. What is this? Is this on Steam? It's on Steam. Yeah. I cannot find it. Are you sure it's not Lone Ruin? Is it Ruin? Did I make a boo boo with my typing? I bet I made a boo boo with. It is Lone Ruin. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I, I was I, just trying to. I was just trying to bring the page up, and I was like, "Okay, Lone Run." I just, I'm not getting it, but yes, this is definitely that purplish blue and stuff, like almost vaporwave, but it's more of a fantasy thing. Yeah, very fantasy. I mean, uh, your your attacks are spells they mentioned, so it is very fantasy. It has that um, like sort of uh, pixel but 3D look to it, which I really like. Yeah, yeah, definitely. The characters are 2D, but the environment is 3D. Yeah, I just like the look of it. I, I'm uh, I've seen a little bit of gameplay from you know the trailers and stuff, so it does look like it it would be good. Uh, but it it just looks very pretty. Um, last game we're gonna talk about. Uh, is much bigger than those two. It is One Piece Odyssey. Uh, this is coming out on January thirteenth. Beck, were you interested in this? Because I know I know you watch One Piece. Yeah, I watch and read One Piece, and like I don't know if I'm interested in playing it. To be fair, like so, this is a a role playing game, so it's an RPG. It's turn based. Uh, so my problem with like One Piece games that aren't like the Dynasty Warrior style ones is that like they end up being like this weird story that does that just takes place in its own little time time in in, in the in the lore of it and the story. So it's just like its own thing separated from everything. It's like so I don't know how much I care about the story unless it's somehow outstanding. So I don't know if I'll play this. I might wait for like a sell. It's probably Bandai. Does Bandai make this? I believe so. So it'll probably go on sale for like eighty percent off or something stupid at some point. Um yeah, it's interesting that you mentioned that because that's one of the first things I think of uh, when it comes to just most anime games. And yeah, it is Bandai. I just double-checked. Because um, uh, there's sort of two routes that these games will go, right? Uh, they'll either have their own story or they'll uh, have like... Well, I guess there's like three ways. Uh, they'll have their own story and it's like its own thing. They'll have uh just rehashing the they'll just like do the story and you just play through the story uh that's one other way to do it or the third option will be like they'll technically have their own story but it's somehow a rehashing of just the prior events with some modifications Mm -hmm. uh the best example i have of that is like dragon ball xenoverse uh if you're familiar with how the story goes in those types of games it's like technically it's its own story and you're like a time cop or something but like what you do is you go back into a a part of the actual uh anime slash manga storyline and then you're just like correcting something by just going through the fight basically but as your own character Uh, yeah which is cool which is cool but it's also like uh, i don't know it's it's an yeah. excuse for the story for the game, right? It, it's yes, that's all it is. And even those types of games will be like, oh, I had uh, this game had uh, like the creator of the uh, anime working on it. Like it'll have the 
but it's still like okay but it's just the the it's just the story again right like it's just the story with like but there's a demon doing stuff in the background um yeah yeah it's hard to care about the story. Like, it looks like if it's one piece one, some of the trailers, like they'll show like a bunch of new stuff and like turn-based battles, but like, it looks like, I don't know anything about one piece, but there's a part of uh, an arc called impelled down. No, it's not impelled down. Um, water seven. That's it. And it looks like it takes place like somewhere after that, but like, cause there's a lot of characters from it, but all the characters are in like their post 500 outfits, 500 episode outfits. So it's okay. just like, it doesn't, actual time so post time skip outfits but that was before time skip so it's just like what is going on here and so it seems like there might be some exactly what you're saying like some weird story stuff going on demon in the background thing maybe but like yeah yeah so i don't know how much i'll care about the story unless it somehow stands up but like the game visually looks really nice the gameplay uh you can get into if you want it looks uh compelling enough as a role-playing game yeah because this is this is very standard JRPG, um, but it, that being said, it looks like decent gameplay. Um, it is turn based, like you said. Uh, there's a weapon triangle involved. If you like that or you don't like that, that's something to be aware of. There's elemental attacks, which come with weaknesses and resistances. Um, some notes: uh, combat combat can take place in different areas, and what this seems to mean functionally is that in each fight you will have portions of the area where you'll have like a farther range, a closer range, and then like a melee range basically. And it seems like that affects which attacks you can use. Some people will have melee attacks. Uh, some people will have like uh, range attacks and some people will have ones that can do both or something like that. Um, so uh, it does seem to make the battlefield more dynamic visually. Uh, where it does look a bit better than standard, uh, you know, people just standing next to each other and bobbing. It looks a yeah, bit better. It, it seems like ever since, like, Persona 5 came out, like, a lot of people have just taken a lot of the, like, placement of characters and just, like, really jazzed it up a lot. <laughs> yeah, like, it serves it, a function, technically, but it does seem to also just be a way to make things look a bit better. Yeah, well, maybe Persona 4 is better to go off of. But, like, yes, it seems like there's a, there's a lot going on, at least. At least from the beginning. But, like, it just seemed like I got, like, whenever I was watching the video, at the point you showed me, it's just, like, it seems like I got a explosion of just, like, this is a status effect. This is this is this effect that goes on. This is what happens when you swap a character. It just seemed like I got a lot in one moment. And I was just, like, information overload almost. But I'm sure it actually gets piecemealed out over the course of a few hours and not in one minute. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. I wonder if uh, whenever I sent you the time code, if it defaulted to two X because that's what I had it on uh, while I was watching it. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, the uh, another interesting thing: the turn order isn't necessarily set, so um, the enemies will attack whenever they're going to attack, based on you know how many times you've attacked. But as far as your characters go. Your characters, uh, you get to choose which ones go first. So they don't have a set speed at which they go. When it's your turn, you can choose, I want this character to attack first and then this one, and etc. Um, on top of that, you can also, it looks like you can swap crew into fights and out of fights on the fly. So you'll have your reserve crew, and then you'll have, it looked like you could have four people in a battle that might change based on the battle, but uh, either way, you can take your reserve crew and swap them out whenever. Uh, yeah, I think that's 
great for this style of game where you're just playing like an anime characters where you're just like i want to use all the characters so like you don't have to like be like oh i only get to use like luffy and usopp and nami or something like i'm stuck to those like you can swap them out that that's nice i, yeah. I, I like it it might be not hardcore enough for people but like i think it's fine yeah I assume it comes with the drawbacks because if you have a game like this with that, uh, considering there are levels in the game, you do level up your characters. I do wonder if that causes some like experience split issues that you might have to correct if you're someone who does that regularly. But overall, maybe. I do like it too. Or maybe they just take the Pokemon style and just be like, everybody gets all the experience all the time. Doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, those are the main things that I noticed for it. Uh, I mean, it has like a, like you have uh I can't remember what they call it in this game, but like super attacks that charge up uh, whenever you attack. And I think when you take damage. So uh, I think they call them like technical points that you charge up. Um, so there is that. So you get to do your super special awesome anime attacks. Um, yeah, that's uh, that's most of the gameplay that I've seen so far as far as the beginning goes. Uh, it looks like it would be good. The only thing is, I think you could say that for a lot of JRPGs, but then it's like, do they keep the momentum going? When does it fall off? Is it if this is this for the beginning of the game looks great. If this is all there is to the game and you've gotten most of it just from the first hour and then you have like 70 more hours of content, that is not good. That's that's less fun. Uh I think that's something you could say for a lot of like specifically JRPGs that have this sort of style to them. Yeah. Could it just be like just this level of combat and just be a big grind could be. Yeah. If it's added, or, it, it, I mean, some people that works for them, but uh, yeah, yeah, they, they like the grind, huh? <laughs> but some, a lot of people that don't like these games specifically don't like that aspect of it. Honestly, what I think it'll be, this is my prediction, is like it'll be this level of like combat. I don't know how much customization there are, but like it'll have to be the characters of One Piece. The main characters just have to carry this probably like pretty subbar story is what it'll be. Yeah, that uh, that seems likely. Like, will they carry it? I don't know. You'd, you'd have to really like One Piece characters again. I do. I really do like them. But like, I don't know. I'll wait till this game's on sale. I want to not buy this at full price. <laughs> Yeah. Well, that's the last one. Um, it was exciting to talk about upcoming games for a change. Um, glad yeah. to have those back. We'll have more next week as well. So that's good. For sure. Uh, yeah. So, so for your, your your plans are to just beat my Hades run, and I am content. I'm sure you'll do it. It's pretty easy to beat, and I'm just content with just being done. Probably with speed running on it. <laughs> Yeah, if you're done, I don't want to do too much more because I do want to play other games. I've had fun with Hades, but since I've mostly finished the story, I think uh, I'm ready to be done. Especially, we've been talking about it for the past month, and uh, even for a content creator. Yeah, it's just a lot of this stuff. I'm fairly confident if you do, just keep trying for like the rest of the week. Like if you're just giving yourself till next recording day, I think you could beat it. Yeah, I do, especially depending on how long it takes, I do want to spend one of the days actually recording my runs because I think it would be fun to post it on speedrun.com just seeing that uh, there are plenty of runs that are actually slower than mine that are on there, so I don't feel as bad about posting. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> so that's something I'll probably be doing too uh, when I get a chance. Yeah, that's that's, that's going to do it for us here. Um, thank you all for listening. We hope you enjoy the rest of the week. We hope you enjoy the rest of AGDQ. Uh, donate if you can for the Prevent uh, Cancer Foundation. That's uh, Prevent Cancer Foundation. Whoops. Uh, and we will see you next week to wrap that up. Yep. And in the meantime, thanks for listening. Don't forget to do your dailies. And your weeklies.